0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Women of the Wills. Today we are here with Jackie, who is the creative genius behind Lantern Pins, which is a fan-created shop Jackie has been creating for quite a long time, and I've been a big fan of hers for a a long, long time, so I was very excited to be able to reach out to her and invite her to join us in this discussion. So welcome, Jackie. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Talk about yourself for a second.
1: Yeah, um, I'm Jackie. Um, I am the owner of Lantern Pins. Um, Lantern Pins has been around for about four years now. So I've kind of started, um, like, that's when I started doing, like, the pin side of things. Um, I've had some version of Lantern Pins selling different things on Etsy and even before Etsy existed on eBay since I was about 15. So Wow. (laughs) You know make jewelry and then right before lantern pins I did like t-shirts um, at different conventions and then I discovered that I can make my own enamel pins and I was a big enamel pin fan. Um, I'm from Salt Lake City and we had the Winter Olympics in 2002. So that's kind of where my like pin collecting started. Um, so I have a ton of Olympic pins. I have Olympic pins going back nearly 100 years. Wow. Um, so yeah, I definitely like kind of that was like my gateway into pins. And then I was like, oh, like, well, Disney kind of makes pins. So I started when I started going back to the parks, um, kind of started going back to the parks as an adult about five years ago. So during Celebration Anaheim. Um, I was living in New York City at the time and my family, we wanted. I've been wanting to go to celebration. We'd been going to Comic Con for a few years at that point, was looking forward to celebration. So we all kind of met in Anaheim and did that. And that was the first time I had been to Disneyland uh, in over like 15 years at that point. So that's kind of where my Disneylandness kind of came back full-fledged <laughs> as an adult. And I was like, oh, it's really fun as an adult when you have money and you can do all the things and buy all the things that you want. Um, so kind of from that point on is when kind of the Disneyland side of things started coming back in. And then I got an annual pass about a year after that. And then it's kind of just been hand in hand um, from there. Well, and and you live down here now. Yeah. I moved uh, to, I live in Burbank about a year, almost two years ago, actually. It's weird to say a year and a half ago, but it's, this year has been so weird. It's almost two years now, actually. What
0: time. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: And so Disneyland was reignited in there. How long have you been a Star Wars fan? Yeah, um, my first Star Wars memory is actually at uh, MGM Studios, so pre it being named Hollywood Studios, <laughs> in uh, at Walt Disney World in Florida, was going on Star Tours there. So the Star Tours there is a lot different. Like the outside has the big ATAT walker, and they have kind of like a almost like an Ewok village type area in there. And so my actual, my very first Star Wars memory is going on Star Tours. And so I love Rex. And that was a big one. You know, Rex came back to about two. That was really exciting for me because I've always loved him. And that's kind of my first, you know, Star Wars memory. And I have a memory. I was probably about three and a half, four. And my little sister, who was basically, she was like a year and a half and almost as tall as the Ewoks because the Ewoks at um, Walt Disney World, they're very, very small, um, started just like walking away hand in hand with an Ewok. <laughs> and I was very, very upset they were going to kidnap my sister. <laughs> Hindsight, I probably should have just let him take her. You know, that would have been, I'm sure she would have had a good time. But yeah, so I've been a Star Wars fan, um, you know, even before seeing the movies. So basically my whole life, which is pretty crazy
0: <laughs> yeah definitely I the first time I went to Hollywood Studios I was like why do they get an AT-AT and we don't like, well, but it's so cool. definitely a, a cool experience if you ever have the chance to head over there obviously that's where their galaxy's edge is now so yeah. um but yeah and what's what's your favorite Star Wars thing I know I can make a few guesses based on you know what you create but do you what are your top favorite Star Wars things
1: Things. I mean, I think, like, just, like, in general, in Star Wars and the Galaxy, I've always loved droids, Um, so it's kind of, like, my collection is really centered around droids. Um, I finally started making some, like, droid-inspired pins. Like, that was something I've been working on for a long time, so I think, in general, I just have always really been drawn to rtd two and droids in general. So that's probably like my favorite thing. I mean, that's it, I think. Um, as far as like character goes, um, Leia is my favorite and she's been my favorite since I, I saw the movies for the first time in 97 when they did the re-releases. Mm-hmm. So my dad took my sister and I did those. And that was kind of my first seeing the movies and I really loved Leia from like that point on. It was all Leia, all droids, like those are my things. <laughs>
0: And what, how do you continue your love of Star Wars now? What is, what are the things you return to, um, you know, in your casual daily life, um, aside from creating that just kind of keep the Star Wars going?
1: Yeah. Um, I think the last, over the last few years, it's been really interesting um, when I went to see Phantom Menace in 1999. I remember thinking "I like, oh my gosh, Padme's so cool. I love this. I wanted stuff, right? I just like, I'm a collect, my dad's a comic book collector and that figure collector. So like collecting has just been like always in the house. Mm-hmm. And I've always just like, I wanted things. And that wasn't, I, you couldn't get it. Even in 99, there wasn't a lot of stuff for girls. Um, I had like the one Padme t-shirt you could get. And that was it. Like it, there wasn't stuff. Um, and so I think now kind of with the Force Awakens, that kind of the merch renaissance has kind of happened. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I, I have to buy all the buy RTD2 bags because <laughs> I, I may not be able to get it. And like 12-year-old Jackie, who saw Phantom Menace in 99, where I made my dad drive me around to every store looking for stuff, I literally would have like killed people for an RTD2 <laughs> backpack. So I just kind of, it's that, like I like the collecting and like having the stuff and being able to like have it and look at it. And I've been doing, kind of different posts and stuff like trying to like incorporate my collection more like on my Instagram pages a little bit um but I think just I just love that like tangible like physical items um it's really cool because that was something that you know I just really wanted as a kid and just really wasn't Mm -hmm. there
0: yeah and I I know on one of the walls we've talked a lot about how it's great being a female Star Wars fan now just with all the stuff we get, you know, not only in the licensed platforms like Her Universe and whatever Disney's producing, but in all of the fan creators who make these things. I, I mean, some of your some of your, your, pins and creations are very feminine and it's really exciting to buy a pin in the shape of a lightsaber that's glittery and soft and like stuff like that's exciting that we wouldn't have gotten in 99. And yeah. Um, I make sure you don't you know give yourself credit for being a part of that because um, there's definitely a lot to be said for the the women who are creating for the fandom. Um, so obviously pins um, i we I love your pins. my girlfriend and I have so many of your pins um, what what do you love about pin making? How did you get into it? Just, just tell me about that pin specific journey for you. Yeah.
1: Um, So right before I did pins, I mentioned I was doing t-shirts and I was trying to be really size inclusive with my t-shirts. So I carried both like a juniors kind of women's cut shirt. And then as well as like the unisex cut, and I carried from an extra small to a 5XL. So just to be like, you know, inclusive as possible. Mm -hmm. But because of that, I had t-shirts literally up to my eyeballs in multiple rooms in my house, big boxes of shirts, super heavy to lift. And I had like a kind of a basement apartment, So just going up and down the stairs with giant boxes of shirts, packing them in the car, packing them in cons was such a pain in the butt. Um, And then I discovered, I saw people kind of making fan-made pins. And I was like, oh, I love pins. I've always loved pins. I didn't know this was a thing you could do. So kind of looked into that a little bit. And my original pin was actually uh, Deadpool inspired based on like my my T-shirt I did of the same design. Um, And then kind of from there, it went just... I did that one and then I did a bunch of pumpkins um lantern pins is I my name's Jackie I was born in October family often called me Jackie lantern so that's where lantern comes from and the lantern pins um it's funny because I started doing I did the Deadpool pin and then I did a bunch of pumpkins and jack-o'-lantern type pins so it fit a little bit better then but right after I saw Rogue One um I'm one with the force the force is with me I was like wow mm-hmm. oh, this is really powerful I'm gonna do I'm one with the force as a pin And then um, Carrie Fisher passed away and I was like, oh, okay. So then I decided I'm going to do both sides of the quote. And then I did a donation to UNICEF um, for like the force for change program that UNICEF does and kind of did that. And then it kind of just kind of spiraled. Um, I had a few really sweet Star Wars bloggers kind of post about it and then kind of everything started rolling from there. So that sold out really quickly. Um, I then decided to bring the Ira Bell pin um, to finish, like, kind of that original, like, f- the Force trio of pins, is what I call them on my site. Um, and then I did, like, a special pink Ira Bell pin that came out on Inauguration Day <laughs> uh, when Donald Trump was inaugurated. And I did a donation with that one as well. So I've done a lot of kind of trying to use, I think, the themes of Star Wars are so powerful and they're so powerful. I think we can kind of work together and do great things with Star Wars fans. So I've always tried to incorporate different types of, you know, donations and charity things and stuff I can do with different designs and trying to find designs that fit with the fraternities has been really cool. And, um, the lantern pins community has been always super responsive and really supportive of that. And it's been, um, Really rewarding to do that too. That was a really long roundabout answer to that. But yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that's
0: wonderful. I know um, the Ira the trio, that Rogue One trio is still available yeah. um, on your site. And it's such a cool, um, it's cool to see that as like the start of it. It's still, you know, in context with the rest of the stuff you have available now. Um, so for those who just have known nothing about pin creating, what's the process like from artwork to creation? What are, you know, just the basic, How long does that take and how much ahead of schedule thinking needs to happen um, for these designs?
1: Yeah, I think when it's a brand new design, um, depending on how detailed it is, it can take um, anywhere from, you know, four weeks to get it once I like send it away and like final proof ready to go into manufacturing. Or it can take, I've had, you know, my mix and match set that I just made. um, That took about uh, eight months total, just getting the measurements properly done so the pieces could all fit together and like layer and all of those type of things are a little bit more intense. Um, But yeah, the kind of overall process, um, a good chunk of the pins um, I design, my husband does some of the designing as well. Um, And then I have a couple, actually use all female artists. So I have a couple um, female artists that I work with for different designs, which is something I wanted to do kind of really focusing on um, kind of like my lens on everything—everything everything you mentioned—this kind of does lean a little bit more feminine. My following, um, as of this morning, is 90% women on Instagram. Um, I like to check that out sometimes. It's funny; it was 95, so it's gone down a little bit. So, kind of like leaning that because I think that's kind of my strength is kind of leaning into that and what makes me me and that all of that, those type of things. So yeah, I work with a few female artists, but once I get like the final art from them, then I will go through it and kind of pinify it. Um, pin art is a little bit different than normal art because it needs to be, all the lines and are, you know, the metal. So that's raised a little bit and those have to be certain colors. You can't, there's not really black unless you do different processes. So it's kind of, there's ways so you have to kind of turn the art into a pin because it definitely is an interesting medium and you can't do everything you would think you could, you know, just with the limitations of like manufacturing Um, and then I will send it away to um, one of my manufacturers and then they'll usually send me like proofs of like the colors so I I have a pantone book I pick the colors here but then they'll send me like one pin that they've made like those a photo of it so I can like check the colors and oh, that one looks a little bit too orange or whatever and I can kind of uh, you know change the colors and then once I have final proof like okay it's good to go. Those colors are approved on a real pin that they sent me a picture of. Um then manufacturing happens. Um just kind of this year it's been quite a bit slower than the last few years. The order of pins I got actually got some just a few minutes ago. They (laughs) they started in April, I think, like as far as like the art was sent to me and then kind of the process. So it Mm -hmm. definitely takes some time. And always like, I like to ask like, what, what do you guys want to see next and things like that. And it's always funny when they're like, Oh, I want this character. Or I want this thing or this color. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like that's definitely like coming. Cause I know that it's, <laughs> I know that it's been set and it's been paid for and it's being made. It just takes time for that to kind of, you know, happen. And I like to show Especially with pins and new designs, I like to show them once I have them myself and I can do my own photos and show them in the best possible way. And it's not like a a slightly blurry photo from a manufacturer. Like, I definitely want to show them in the best light. And so I'm anxious to get them and I know people are anxious to see them. So it's kind of a, you know, usually a a few months process just from like start to finish pin in my hand, which is fun. But also, I'm just, I feel like I'm constantly, uh, refreshing FedEx and UPX tracking. I'm like, okay, I can see that, especially when they have the truck and I can like, okay, he's, he's around the block. He's going to be here soon. Can't walk the dogs. (laughs) You know, I'm like, that's all. That's like my favorite hobby now is just like tracking packages. It's very exciting.
0: (laughs) Well, and you kind of touched on this. You, you're very in tune with your fan base, um, through social media. And when you ask, what we want um do you feel like you have a pretty good guess of what will be well received um have you found yourself you know with any flops or anything that just
1: didn't really go well yeah i think um you know i like to do i'll kind of like i started like with the series so i started when i did like the the saber series so I started with dark love which is vaders and then i had light love which is the legacy saber and then it kind of went from there return to love is luke's green saber so kind mm-hmm. of like change from there and it's always interesting because in my mind Think because i'm just like a collector i'm like okay i want every saber <laughs> i want and it's not and for me it's, it's not just like okay it's the same saber just turn different colors like it's a new actual hilt it's a design based on a specific character which i don't think everyone realizes um so it's funny to me I'm like certain characters are extremely popular and certain characters aren't as popular um, so that's kind of an interesting Kind of seeing like what's like right now. Everything Ahsoka is really big, and mm-hmm. I've been doing um, actually the anniversary of my my Time Hub app. The anniversary of my like original Snips hair quote, quote hairpin um, was two years ago. I got the oh wow. That. So I've been doing that that design, and that's come in a lot of different. You know, I've done it in a a pin, and I've done it in a charm, and a magnet, and a sticker, and all these things. Like that's been around for two years now, and it's just funny to see, like, when it came out, it was popular, but now I just, like, I need to keep restocking it, because um, the the demand for it is so high, and I definitely, you know, I want to offer, I like to offer restocks to customers. Um, I know there's other shops that, you know, it's like, I made 30, and there's 30, and if you want it, you got to find it, and pay 500 bucks to someone for it, or, you know, there's all, like, the aftermarket of Mm -hmm. fantasy pins is, crazy and I don't uh, yeah <laughs> super understand it like if you want the design I'll, I will bring it back you know want you to be able to get it for 10 or 12 dollars, and also you know like it supports helps support me and my family and then the artists that I work with so it's like I would rather like support kind of the real like you know push that funding and kind of that with you know, my work and my designs and then also like the artists I work for worth and able to, you know, commission them more and then give them, you know, money for stuff. So it's kind of mm-hmm. works out that way. And I feel like it's kind of a win-win. Um right with that. So
0: well, and when I, you know, when I think about my favorite fantasy shops, um, you know, your stock has always been something that's very, you know, comforting um to know that if I don't get something right now, I will be able to get it in the future. Um, it's, you know, when you open up your website, you see things that are still there. And it's um, definitely a, I think it's a wonderful thing. I wish I understand um, the need for exclusivity and, um, you know, the smaller batches are sometimes important and, you know, how things need to work. But I very much do personally um, love that, um, that attitude of making things available um, to continue allowing people to have the chance to participate in things.
1: Yeah. And it's funny, I think I just made an interesting connection. So when I was a kid and I wanted Star Wars toys and I specifically wanted just like any female character figure, uh, I showed this on my Instagram a little bit ago, but I have the terribly hideous Leia in her white outfit figure from the 90s. It's so bad. Her sculpt is terrible. (laughs) I wanted that figure so badly. We hunted for it for months every time we went into a grocery store any toy store looking for it because apparently it was like one leia came in the case of figures and so you couldn't it was just really hard to find because they just like little oh, she's a girl she's not gonna sell so they just like weren't there wasn't the stock for it um, and i remember i can still remember like finally finding it it's like the only figure from when i was a kid that i didn't open still have it never opened it because um, i was just so excited to finally find it and i think because of that, like sometimes the hunt for toys in collectibles is really fun. But then sometimes you're like, if it's so hard to get, it's not fun anymore. It's like, no, I don't want to have to drive around to every single Walgreens because Funko only gives the cool stars exclusives to Walgreens, which isn't a toy store. Like and I right? goes in and buys them all and I can never like, that's not fun. Right. You know, like I like collecting. I, I just woke up early and went to Target for the, um, Galaxy's Edge Collection was there before they opened, it was like fifth in line. It's exciting and fun to like dash back to the toys and get what you want, but it was still possible to get it. I think when something's totally impossible to get, it's not fun anymore. And so like, I'll have like restocks and stuff will be gone for a couple months because it's in production or I'll, I'll pull it for a few months once it sells out and then I'll bring it back. But I kind of will rotate through, especially the heroin designs. I'll rotate through all of them. So it's like, well, it's not here now. It will be back in a few months because there's so many of them now. I can't just don't have the space to keep them all in stock at all the time, all the time. But also it's, you know, kind of like, okay, it's it's coming back. Don't worry. Like, we'll, you know, you'll get it. I promise. Uh, You know, follow Instagram, I'll put the posts and I won't ever do like, okay, they're up online right now. It's a, I like to, okay, they're coming in a few days or a week or, you know, kind of let people plan for releases too.
0: Right. And I, you know, you're a champion of the, the Instagram countdowns, you know, but yeah. people know and making sure it's very public and well-known. So um, backtrack a little bit. What, what kind of art background do you have? How did you get into designing pins and is it any different than designing other things you've done?
1: Um, I think it's a little different just cause like the medium itself mm-hmm. is a little bit different. So it's more like line work heavy, um, than other things would be like, you know, like it's kind of like a screen print t-shirt would be, it's very mm-hmm. similar in that. Um, I actually have a theater degree. Um, so I kind of come from that background, but I've always just liked, you know, creating things and kind of being a crafty person. Um, so that's kind of, it's always kind of been that way. Um you know, making jewelry and, you know, different like crafty things like that. And just kind of creating those like three-dimensional type things has been really fun for me. So pins is kind of an interesting way because it's a two-dimensional art, but then becomes, you know, a three-dimensional actual item. Mm-hmm. So it kind of is like the best of um, both worlds with that.
0: And when you first started out, I guess, with, just not just with the pins, but with the, the Lantern Pins brand, what was your biggest obstacle? Do you have any epic failure stories um to you know that taught you a lot or was it kind of just gradual learning?
1: Yeah I think it was a lot of gradual learning. I mean, there's definitely been designs. This is the cutest thing I've ever made. I love this. I love this collection. And then just like no one bought it. Like that's happened a few times. Um but I think overall it's a lot of just like learning and like listening and okay like what can I do? You know, if I'm gonna like for instance a, a good example of this when I first made the Sabres, they were just normal enamel and then like a year later um it was like they came out in like february-ish time because it was like a valentine's day release originally um and then christmas i was like going to restock a lot of them because they had been sold out for a while and then um you know a batch of pins when they arrived would last me a long time like months um and then when i was like i'm gonna and i was like oh my gosh i should do this in glitter why didn't i think of (laughs) that like it was such a like a lightning strike moment like oh these should be glitter and so like then from then them going forward they've been glitter um but it's just kind of like as I learned more about like pin making and the effects and the stuff that manufacturers are able to do that's kind of where that came from so it was like pretty basic and then it's kind of the stuff has gotten you know fancier and fancier with glitter and I do a lot of um like gem effects and like different like pearlized pigment effects and glow in the dark and different things like that. Um, but just didn't know what was possible. If, you know, so it's kind of always learning what's the newest thing and what, you know, what can the manufacturer do and what can I do to kind of bring the pins like that next level for sure.
0: And what's your first memory of success? Is there a moment you remember where you were just like, okay, this is what I need to be doing.
1: It's great. Yeah. Um, so when I did the, I'm one with the force of forces with me pins, um, I went, like I had gotten some, there was like a uh, geek did a write up on it. Um, a couple other websites did like little write ups on the pins, which was like crazy. This was, I'd only been doing lantern pins for a few months at this point, And this was like my first like oh my gosh, like people are noticing. This is so exciting. Um, I remember going and seeing a movie with my dad, and my watch just kept like buzzing. It's like oh my gosh, I'm like the Etsy is like going crazy. And when I walked out of the movie, I had 17 sales that had happened during the movie, and I was like oh my gosh, 17 <laughs> sales in the two hours. This is crazy. Like oh my gosh, wow. Um, and then right after those write ups, um, Amy Radcliffe, um, who I super admire, kind of as a really awesome lady in the Star Wars and like fandom community. She posted them on Twitter and then I had sold out a little bit by that time. So I had opened up a pre-order and people were going crazy on the Twitter. So it was kind of those things all happened within a few days. Mm-hmm. Um and every time I see Amy, I always thank her because it was just kind of a like, you know, that a really nice like nudge for like mm-hmm. lantern pants and people you know following the page and all of that. But that's kind of the first thing I oh it's funny um, every time my watch buzzes, I always think that like, wow, I was like, I had 17 sales in you know, two hour period. And that was like crazy. Um, and now a launch will sell out in two minutes and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, it's definitely like, okay. Like, you know, like it's, it's never, uh, like, yeah, I'm just like popular and cool now. It's always like a, whoa, okay. Like, what do I do next? How do I, what can I do to like top this? like just so much you know packing orders and I see the same names over and over and over every launch and it's just so awesome and sweet and everyone's been so supportive and it doesn't really feel real a lot of the time to be honest
0: well I I mean as one of your rabid fans like every time you release a new series or something the new series is I was just like oh my gosh this is even better <laughs> so I thought it was very exciting um recently you've had the heroine series expand to all of the Padme head pieces um which have been you know I'm a Padme fangirl all the way as well um they're all right behind me on my prequel board um, <laughs> but your droids the mix and match droids are so creative and um so unique I you know we have make your own droids in um Star Trader and then in Galaxy's Edge and then you know Target just did their own little mix and match, but yeah. you have pins that are mix and match droids. Yeah. And they're so cool. Um, so obviously your love of droids has inspired that. What What about the Padme series? Um, what drove you to make that a reality?
1: Yeah, um, I was just kind of thinking like, what can I do? Like, what would be a cool series? And I was just thinking, and I was like, I should do like Padme as like the single big bun like queen hair I was like that would be like really cool and it's was like I think I can do a crystal in there I can do some glitter and that would be awesome um and it kind of went from there that was the original one the phantom headdress um I also have a lot of fun naming them I like to think but of yes. <laughs> interesting, interesting names so yeah that original one the phantom headdress that's still the best-selling one um, I brought that one back more than any of the others um, I've used that design in a lot of different products too um, These people love that design and it, I mean it's beautiful and every I mean Padme is just like stunningly beautiful all day every day um, but then it's kind of okay and then I did you know the space buns and then let me you know let me think of other you know trying to do a balance and then I did the triple threat which was Ray's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, her hair from um, her like original like the actual like three buns um, and then kind of like okay, who can I do now? Like what's interesting one. And then I did like the slave so I call that one chain breaker. And just kind of just like thinking of what can I do, what hairstyles would work well in like a pin form. And then also just kind of what are like some cool iconic characters and how can I like, what other types of things can I do? And like Padme's um, headdresses are all stunningly beautiful. And I love that in those ones I can do really cool effects, Mm -hmm. um, you know, lots of glitter, Lots of crystals, um, just all those different things, which I think is so fun. Um, just trying to figure out like, okay, like her like celebration headdress has like twenty crystals in it, the pin that I made of that. So it's like I it's cool to be like
0: so excited when you made that one. Cause that's my favorite pad my outfit. Yeah. My favorite pad, like one of your moments. So when you made that one, I was like, Well, yes, please, I will I will take that with all those shiny crystals. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like, okay, like here we go. And like I've really worked hard on those trying to get them all within the about the same scale, which is difficult. That one had to be a little larger just to get mm. the details in. So the, kind of the last maybe year or so I've let go of my like stronghold on scale as mm-hmm. much in the line. Um, just cause some of them, I'm like, well, I really, I just wanted it to be crystals. Crystals were more, more important than that to me than the scale for that particular mm-hmm. pin. Um, so kind of doing that, um, a pin that's in production right now is probably the most detailed, uh, Headdress coming, and it's not a Padme headdress, so I'm really Whoa. excited about that. A certain Duchess is coming, <gasps> and Whoa. she is that one is crazy. So I'm really excited about that one. I think people are gonna like it a lot. I really like it, so I'm kind hyped on it.
0: That that specific Duchess has a very strange niche following, so yeah. I'm sure it'll do well. <laughs> um, so I guess that's kind of my next question. What was what's a character or a story that you haven't used yet that you want to um are there other like kind of what might be off brand for you that you would be totally interested in you know trying out as a pin inspiration yeah
1: I mean I Star Wars is my number one and it's been my number one like thing for as long as I can remember and I've done um kind of I've tried expanding the heroin line into other fandoms and it's never really They've done okay, but it's never been the same. Be like maybe the characters I picked, just their hair is not as interesting, or this I've my page is so built up around Star Wars that mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. But it's I've always tried to create things like I genuinely like, and Star Wars is my number one and will always be my number one. But there are other things I genuinely like too, um, and so I've you know kind of tried to step into other areas or just do other types of characters, and it's been okay but it's never, never quite the same. I tried to do a, like, princess line, and I started with, I was just going to do, like, release them in chronological order, um, so Snow being first. Snow was actually my favorite princess, and that one just was like, yeah, it's okay. Like, it took a long time to sell out of the initial order of pins, and I'm like, well, I guess... I mean, in her hair is just not as exciting as a Padme hairdress? So I'm like, people <laughs> just not like her? Do they not like the? It's it's always tricky to figure out like, what is it like? Is it just not as exciting hair to you? People not like Snowed? People only care about Star Wars? Like trying to figure that out is always really difficult. And I'll always do a lot of like, um, like surveys and stuff on my Instagram and like, let me know. And it's always the same. Like, what do you want? And it's it's most of the answers are I want this one to come back rather than like a new thing Mm -hmm. and so for me it's always been a juggling act of okay like yes phantom headdress is coming back it's always going to come back like don't worry but like what else do you want to see because I would like like a a nice mix of new things and restock things you know I want to keep creating and also you know give you know what people are wanting too so it's a tricky balance well and I I
0: mean I can pretty much answer this for myself but the the disney fantasy pin world is so different than the star wars fantasy pin world and i i just from i personally don't collect um i collect merida (laughs) she's my main and i collect um the stepsisters and frozen and that's it for my like any fantasy pins i buy are only those regardless Mm -hmm. of what other characters i love just because there's so much um out there for Disney yeah. fantasy pins. Um, whereas for the Star Wars creations, it seems that they're more unique and, um, you know, less common um, than some of the the Disney things. I feel like the Disney fantasy pins, the popular ones are the super large, super expensive ones yeah. with the big names and not as many, you know, casual, smaller fantasy pins um, like we see in the Star Wars pin community. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I would... Obviously, if you made Emerita Heroin, I would, you know, buy seven of them. Um, But I definitely think that it's a different world. And that's that's hard to navigate, especially if um, your fan base is used to something else. I think Star Wars pin collectors are different than Disney pin collectors in many, many, many ways. And it's hard to, um, you know, test the waters to know what they want like that.
1: Um, yeah no I think that's a, that's a really interesting point because it is there it is very different like a four inch pin on pin on pin with spinners and glitter and translucent and whatever else is is very different than a you know a two inch enamel pin like that's a right. that is a very different type of audience I think that's a that's an interesting way to look at it and I hadn't thought of it in that way I was like what well, I, I, I like princesses so let's see how that goes and right um, the Rapun- I did a Rapunzel Tangled kind of co- mini collection, um, early last year and that was good. And her hair, I mean, is a lot more interesting than Snow's hair right. and that one did better. So also I'm-
0: Tangled has a very, sh- like very <laughs> <Yes>. strong <laughs> fan base who has, you know, money to throw at those things.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's, it's interesting to always figure out like, what should I do or what shouldn't I do? Cause even things that I'm like, oh man, this one is so cool and I love it. Just, you know, that isn't always the case. Like I did a, a candy themed collection
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I thought the candy pins were perhaps some of the cutest things I'd ever done. I thought the candies were so cute. I was so excited. Um, the artist that I worked with, I was super excited um, to work with him. I've been friends with him for a long time. He has a pug. I have pugs. Like we had just, we have been, you know, <laughs> friends online for years before I approached him about that. Um, collection. He's actually the only um, male artist I've ever worked with, too. And uh we just like sold okay. No one really was like, okay. I was like, well, I think a gummy you walk is really cute. I, I I was the only one.
0: <laughs> I do think those pins are adorable. So but yeah, it's a it's a strange. So in in do you feel restricted at all in sticking to what you know people love? Um is it is yeah. or is it more just a comfort knowing that you can make things that people love
1: yeah it's kind of both um I mean there's definitely times where I'm like man I wish I could just do something totally crazy and not a hair um and, and I love the heroin line and I'm super proud of it and I love that people love them but there's lots of other ideas I have and things I want to make um but I kind of have to keep coming back to the heroines because that's what is people like and that's what people know pins for um so it's kind of that I'll do a sprinkling of like, a, okay, here's a couple new heroines, but also with a couple other different pins from a different series. And I kind of have a few different series that are ongoing too, mm-hmm. uh, but the heroines series is definitely the largest and um, most prominent series for sure.
0: Well, and I, I want to talk about one of your newest projects, um, too, your your watch bands and the watch band charms. Um, I thought that was so cool. I bought mine immediately. And, um, you know, just a little tiny R2 head on my watch band um, was just so exciting because I don't wear my Apple watch very often. When I'm at work, I don't wear it because I yeah. don't want to be that cast member who has that watch on who's, you know, buzzing yeah. when I'm trying to talk to guests. But since we've been in the middle of this apocalypse, I've been wearing my watch a lot. Yeah, posted it and I was like, oh, well here we go. Jackie's going to make me buy more things. But um, how was that different? Um, was that just a, a fun little thing you decided to try? Um, were you ready to jump headfirst into that, not knowing what the reception would be? Or had yeah. your previous watch band charms kind of given you an indication?
1: Um, well, the, so the other one I did was the Phantom Headdress. That was the first one I did um, about a year ago now. And I still have some. Um, they haven't sold out. they've just been kind of like a slow you know one will sell every now and again um and that's kind of how I figured these would be and that's you know the initial launch day There was definitely like a influx but then since it's been you know pretty just what I thought it would be um but sometimes for me sometimes it's nice for me to have stuff for longer than a few minutes mm-hmm. um <laughs> like when I launched the high counselor pin um which is inspired by Shakti um that one sold literally within two minutes and I was like, oh, and I had ordered more of her than I normally would with a new design just because I was like, well, it's like my noodle hair girls and noodle hair girls do really well, like, you know, Ahsoka and the Snips designs so was like, okay, I'm just going to order more of her because I just had that feeling, uh, but within three minutes, I had turned the listing into, like, a pre-order listing and, like, posted, okay, it's pre-orders, I'm, I'm ordering, I'll order them tonight, like, but here you go, like, you're not going to miss out, um, but for some items, like, the watch bands, it's kind of nice for me to have something for a little bit longer, so I'm not just, like, uh, kind of a like a feast and famine, like, okay, I have stuff for a day and then it sells out and mm-hmm. then I have nothing to post about and nothing to kind of sell. It's kind of nice for me to have that, like that mix of like the, the crazed hype of the hairpins. And then also hey, something that I'm going to have for a little bit, you know?
0: Well, and how did you decide to incorporate charms into that? Um, Cause it, it, I thought that was the coolest part of it. Cause I bought myself the band and um, you know, one of the charm things for the, the Kylo saber and but I bought my girlfriend just the charms because she doesn't um she loves her watch band I'm not going to replace her rainbow band but um, I bought her the Snips charms for her one of her purses and just yeah. the fact that they're mix and match and she can change it up how did you decide to just um you know incorporate those two elements
1: yeah um so I I like the kind of push button charms and I've bought them from other shops for a long time and I wear them a lot and that was something I was like okay like this is a cute this design that I have will work well in that medium so I'm gonna try that um as far as like the dangly charms I had done them originally a couple sabers um I had done kind of like a uh the metal kind of expanding bangle bracelet with one of those hanging on it initially and then I was like oh I can turn these into like a phone charm so then Mm -hmm. I that kind of had it as like a phone charm and I had some phone cases and so it kind of went from there and in my mind I knew I wanted to do a charm bracelet um I've been a big fan of charm bracelets for a long time I have like a sterling silver charm bracelet that I bought a charm every time I went on a trip so I have lots of different you know fun charms and memories from that so I was like I want to do a charm bracelet um so I just kind of started doing the charms and I made them with that kind of like lobster clip-on clasp um, so you can put it, you can clip it on a necklace. I've some people have just been taking that clasp off and like crafting them into earrings and necklaces, and mm-hmm. uh, which has been really cool to see. Um, but because I had it on the lobster class, I was like, okay, I, you can clip it on your phone case. You can clip it on your a bracelet, you can clip it on whatever you want. Um, clip it on, I had made like a keychain. Um, and for a while I sold them, you can clip them onto like the loops of the keychain, which mm-hmm. is kind of fun. Um and then I was like, well, it'd be cool to do kind of a dangly on the watch band. Um, so I started working with my manufacturer to find if there was like a hardware piece that I could incorporate so you can clip them there too. Because um, so I find a lot of my aesthetic and kind of the overall like aesthetic of people that like lantern pins is a little bit extra. <laughs> and <laughs> um, you know, I, I like to go and I'm wearing, you know, I got a holographic hat with a shirt with holographic details. i got my holographic converse, my holographic lounge fly, lounge fly. like I've like all coordinated. So I kind of like that. I could, you could clip it onto your watch or like your magic band. So if you wanted a little bit of something
0: mm-hmm. extra,
1: you could, or you can clip them on other places. But I like that kind of, you know, this is the item and I'm going to show you a lot of different ways you use it. Um, and the people are using them in those ways and then also like other ways too, which has been pretty cool
0: so all of this aside if you had t- if you didn't have to worry about your audience or reception or money what's one thing you would make for yourself just for the sake of it existing
1: yeah um, I would love to figure out I mean I really I'm been liking doing the bags and I've done eDA bags for a few years now um, so I've done eight or ten different designs and a bunch of colors and those designs too um, but I would love to do like, a full-on, like, handbag collection, like, a full-on, like, you know, um, more of, like, a luxury mm-hmm. collection. Um, I've always really liked accessories, so I think that's partly why, like, the Prince made sense, too, because, like, it's a pin, it's an accessory, and it's kind of grown into other t- accessories, too, um, partly because when I was a kid, I wanted that, and it just didn't exist, so I'd love to do, like, a more high-end handbag line, um, maybe wouldn't be as in-your-face fandom as the bags I do now, but I mm-hmm. think the, like, subtle nods, and that's something I really like. Rounding up the conversation, all of the fans you've interacted with, all of,
0: the, all of the ways your products have been used, what are some memories you have of ways fans have shown their love for your products?
1: I remember, oh, man, this was probably about two years ago. I was like, you know, I'm going to see, like, I'm going to go through my Etsy and, like, see – if I've sent something to every state, like just to see if I've done that. And I had at that point, I was like, Oh, that's cool. And then trying to figure out like, where have I sent things? Like what countries? And I mean, we're talking like, like every state in the United States and like, you know, I've sent stuff to like Canada and Mexico, which is cool. But I've sent stuff to like Asia, Saudi Arabia. I mean, places are, I was like, like totally shocked. I'm like, Wow! Like I didn't realize that there would be a person that would want lightsaber necklaces in Saudi Arabia. Like that's pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been fun. Um, I also have been, and I I think it's so fun. And people are always like, "Oh, shy to come say hi." But like when I'm at Disneyland, like uh, if I'm if I'm there and it's like a come say hi. But like like I was shy to come say hi to you. But like it's been really cool. Um, I've gone up to people and just been like tapped on the show like, I really like your bag. And they're like, oh my gosh, hi. <laughs> um, and so that's been like, kind of fun. And it's been cool to kind of see items that I've created and designed out in the wild, like out in the real world. Um, and living in LA now, like definitely I'm at the parks. Well, you know, I was at the parks a lot more often than I was when I lived in Salt Lake City. Um, but even when I lived in Salt Lake, the people come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, hi, Jackie. It's so nice to meet you. And I was like, hi, like, you know, I'm like, I'm always like, hi, I'm Jackie. Like, what's your name? Cause a lot of times it's, they're they're just like, ah, lantern pains. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm not that cool. But like, this is, <laughs> it's cool to like see people and like put their, like, you know, like names to faces and I can like, oh like yeah, I know this person. Like I have customers that like, you know, I, I know their names and every time. And it's such a cool thing to like meet the people. Um, and I did, you know, did like a small meetup at Celebration in Chicago and was planning on doing one in Anaheim. So that will still happen when that happens in yep. a long time from now. But it's been really cool to kind of just like see the people and how people are styling it. And I love when I get like, you know, the post and like, okay, this is how I wear my space beret or this is mm-hmm. how I'm wearing my hunk of bag or my Starfighter bag. Like that's been so cool just to kind of see that kind of like community grow around, um, the products that I create and that's been so rewarding and so fun and I've met so many friends and people I go to you know the parks with and you know like genuine people that I see myself being friends with the rest of my life like through entered pins which is such an awesome like privilege that I've had too yeah
0: I mean I as even just as a cast member interacting with guests um you know oh my gosh, you're wearing a lantern pins bag or, you know, when they have their pins on, like I see it even, you know, it's not just your eye for it. When I'm just out and guests come to trade pins with me or whatever, like, hey, that's a lantern pins thing. And they're like, oh my God, yes. And so it's definitely, um, it's as a fan, it's cool to see other people appreciating it as well. Um, But I guess last, probably maybe hardest question. um, What are you most proud of?
1: Most proud of, I think, is the, like, charity donations and work that I've been able to do. Um, I've brought, like, like I said, I kind of use, like, my, like, quote pins a lot, Mm -hmm. and I'll do, like, a special color, and, like, I released, like, the pink I rebel when Trump, on Inauguration Day for Donald Trump, and I donated the money to, like, a women's charity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, that's, like, a cool way to kind of, like, use the platform and, like, power, if you will, that I have. Um, Most recently, I did, I brought back the um, We Are the Spark That Will Light the Fire set. Um, It originally was in like a silver with red because that, you know, that movie was all red (laughs) with the sand, uh, salt of crate. And so I did that in like a black and silver colorway just so it was like a new colorway that no one had. Um, And I donated the full money that I got from it to different Black Lives Matters organizations, um, which is so awesome. So I was able to, you know, I personally was going to make, um, you know, a donation, but instead of just donating my money, I used that money and made the pins. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had over 400 orders oh, wow. of them. So when those came, I was like, oh my gosh, I've never had this much of one pin come at one time. Um, and just like the bags and bags of, um, uh, Mr. Lantern Pins and I like working and filling orders and all of that and that was such a cool thing to see and I'm able to make those big donations to different groups and charities and like the Lantern Pins community is so awesome and I was fully prepared to have to go in and like okay sorry I guess you're blocked like I was just nervous that people would be gross mm-hmm. and I would have to just like okay bye you're blocked because I'm like not gonna have that like sorry, like I'm not having that on my page and and (laughs) donate so much money and, you know, makes a big difference. And I think that's something that I've kind of always done with lantern pins, but Mm -hmm. that one was such a big, you know, really makes such a big impact. And so it's really proud of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. And so, so admirable. Um, What are a few things you wish people knew about you um, that they might not get from um, just following you on social media?
1: Um, Hmm. that's a hard one. <laughs> I mean, I think just like in general, and I think most small shops would think this, but it's like, I'm a person, not Amazon. I um, mean, I, and I ship really quickly too. Um, like I'm going to the, we go to the post now with everything. Um, I'm only going to the post office like twice a week, but I was going every day for, you know, most of the time I've had lantern pins, but I think just like realizing that it's like, if there's issues, like message me, I'll take care of it. But like, I'm definitely like a person, not, it's not an Amazon type level thing. Um, and then also just like message me, like, let's like connect. I'm definitely like, you know, I've only been in LA for about two years. And then, like I said, made some friends. I'm definitely like, you know, I, want to see people and go do things and go to the parks and all of those things and I think people are like oh I saw you and i was so nervous to read like I I I didn't want to come say hi I didn't want to bother you but it's like no come say hi come bother me let's let's go on star tours together like I'm like so down to clowns I like definitely (laughs) want you know like that's something too I think just like yeah let's do it like let's have some meetups and I think that's a cool thing kind of trying to figure out like how I can incorporate that since so much of my audience is here um Mm -hmm. in this area like how can I what can we do like you know post the world ending times um you know to kind of connect because I think there's also people who have made friendships through lantern pins too like I've Mm -hmm. kind of um I have a friend that I made through lantern pins but then other friends I've made but then I've kind of connected them too which Mm -hmm. is cool so I think you know it's definitely like like let's hang out you know
0: (laughs) yeah I'm definitely looking forward to. finally being able to stalk you in person. Yes, um, I wanted those.
1: the park so bad. So I'm like ready. I'm like, I think it'd be so interesting because you know all the things. So I'm like so excited.
0: Yeah, I, um, I every day it's a war between I want to go back to work and I just want to go to the park. Um, yeah. But I always think about the people, like I wish they would find me at work so I could be, you know, their friend while I'm working and then also, you know, go have fun too. So I will gladly do both when the world yes. starts turning again. Um, yes it's especially, um, you know, people who, I love going to Galaxy's Edge with people who appreciate Galaxy's Edge for what it is, um, yeah. and who people who let themselves be a part of the story, because that's what it's for, um, and I know you do droid building and everything, so, like, I am totally down, Jackie, once yes. <laughs> we'll set a date once everything's up again. Well, I, I, thank you so much for joining me, um, it's honestly, it was more of a, a A selfish goal, just to learn more about you, because I'm just so fascinated by um, everything you do. Um, But as always, celebrating women who create in Star Wars and women who love Star Wars is such an important thing to me. Um, So any where where can we find you? Um, Where can we access your stuff? Yeah.
1: um, So my Lantern Pins stuff is all under at Lantern Pins. Instagram is like my main thing. I have a Twitter. I don't use it that much because I just need to like not focus on every social media thing. Um, My more like quote personal Instagram is at Jackie of Jakku. Um, And same on TikTok. I've just started becoming obsessed with TikTok. So that's a new thing. (laughs) Um, And there's going to be more kind of like a like how I what I wear to the parks and things I pack when I go to a convention, like those type of things. More of that, like quote blogger stuff, um, is going to be there. But yeah, so at Lantern Pins at Jackie of Jakku are kind of my main main things, but I'm always around on the Instagram, so that's kind of the best way um, probably to get in hold with me. You know, DM me or comments and all that good stuff.
0: And you're on Etsy and you have your own website.
1: Yeah. So the Etsy is pretty small. Um, just has a few things on there. It's kind of like the bestseller things. Um, but my Shopify is just, um, www.lanternpins.com. All new releases will be there. Anytime I do a discount code or anything, it's going to work there. Um, just cause I have more control. I can like control how the site looks a little bit more, which is nice. And also the, I'm um, just, to be frank, the fees are better there. Yes. So <laughs> um, it's um, easier for me to sell there. So that's kind of the preferred one.
0: Yeah. Um, so, lanternpins.com, if any of you want to check out any of the stuff we've mentioned, um, again, since she's so good about restocking, a lot of it is still available um, from her original Rogue One set to her Eda bags. And um, she's doing the pre order for her Porg Beret. Um, so, definitely check her out. Um, all of it is wonderful. I, I I think I make an order like twice a month. I You'll make something new and then I'll like add something that I've meant to buy before. And then like a week later, you'll put something else out. I'm like, well, I guess I'm buying another thing. Um, so I know there are a lot of people who also, you know, almost subscribe in that way.
1: Yeah, that's definitely it something to Trying to figure out like how often do I do launches and when do I do, do I do, is it better to do like little launches or big launches? Cause I'm trying to be like cognizant of like the shipping costs, you know, right. for people. Um, so that's always a, I never know how to manage that, but it's, um, definitely appreciated and nice. I, I recognize the names and that's so nice. Um, Lantern Pins is my full-time gig right now. Um, so it's definitely appreciated and it's been awesome for me to have more time to kind of dedicate to like the things I've wanted to work on and wanted to create and um, able to kind of do that now, which has been really awesome.
0: And, um, yes, it's lantern pins, but, um, do you keep in mind, she has phone cases, phone charms, necklaces, magnets, stickers. There's so much. She's able to take these designs and incorporate them into many different mediums. So if you need a gift for a friend or just a little bit of sparkle in your life. Definitely do check it out. Um, it's, uh, something for every fan from every corner of star Wars, um, But, Jackie, thank you so much for joining me. I really, really appreciate getting to know you. Um, Any
1: last words of wisdom? No, that was awesome. I'm so excited to finally, like, chat with you, Megan. And, like, we've (laughs) tried to go to Disneyland a few times, so it's cool to, like, see your face. Like, hi, you have a face. You're a human. That's wonderful. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's super awesome, and I cannot wait to go to Disneyland. Hopefully,
0: sometime soon. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully sometime soon. Well, um, this has been Women of the Wills. Um, we are on Twitter now. Our new handle is W O T Wills. Um, I just made the Instagram, so we're Women of the Wills on Instagram. Um, but you can listen to us either on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, but do check us out um, on uh, Twitter. I'm Meg Meg Pen Pen. Um, Instagram also Meg Meg Pen um, My pin instagram is meg meg pin pin, so you know it's <laughs> pretty easy to remember um but yeah thank you jackie um thank you all for listening and as always may the force be with you and we will um see you all around soon thanks
1: I'm like, okay, well, when the park opens, like, is it Avengers going to be open? I don't know. Is Hanamachi going to be back up? Like, in my mind, it's like, you know what? I want to go back in. I don't want them to, like, I mean, they just repainted our castle. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, how Walt Disney World, like, changed the castle and it, like, looks weird. I don't want, like, that. But it's like, I don't want any refurb for three years. I want you guys to freaking fix everything. And probably it's hard because, like, money is tight right now. Right. like, no, I don't want refurb season for five years. I want you to get everything you've wanted to do you have the space right like, do it now i want to go in and have tomorrowland be like actual tomorrowland <laughs> i want i want everything gutted and fixed like fix it make it nice like, right like do something with the people over track damn it like <laughs> yes like take those weird like bubble ball like those what is that i don't even know what that is like this weird like they're like planters but they're not thing like yeah. sitting up there i'm like what is that the um
0: i do know that all the third shift custodial is still working so i think they're like fixing chipped paint, cleaning everything. Like, I think when we walk in, it'll look so shiny and new, because yeah. horticulture is still working, and they're still, you know, keeping the park maintained cosmetically. So hopefully that'll, you know, be a pleasant, oh yes, like, that weird dirty corner of Fantasyland is not dirty anymore. Like, hopefully that'll be a thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm just wondering like, how no much idea. time, because Adventures would have been open by now, right? Yes. Wasn't it July? Yes. And like, they posted that picture, and it had, like, dirt. And I know, like, they do the grounds, like, the pathways last but also i don't know it's i know very-
0: they're working i know there's construction and i i don't like our trainers and our scheduling leads are still going to their office on main street and i know that like the park is still there and it's still real and like yeah it's, it's just weird to wonder and, you like, know someone just saw i guess there was a report that the main street horses were on main street like but yeah they need to walk like they, they have you know they have to, routines like,
1: they do they have to like tend for the animals like, right it's, so i'm just like okay and then i wondered too i'm like are the cats like starving they don't have any like churro bits to that get dropped the cats like, are
0: definitely fine
1: the <laughs> I was like, what do they eat like what i was like
0: that's so funny like, the um, amount of, like, worry the... i have for like random things the circle d cast members who take care of the horses take care of the cats um and oh. they're are still there taking care of the horses. So the
1: cats are don't worry, the cats are fine. <laughs> they There's are so many like weird things. I'm like, and then I think like, man, honeymoon mansion will go right into holiday. Like we'll have skipped
0: if, if they
1: go if they do
0: holiday if they do holiday I
1: it. will throw a fit. But I'm like, it, if it we come be. back
0: if we come back in November and we go straight into holiday, I will be very angry. <laughs> I, do like, not, I do not I do not like mansion holiday weird. and. I, yeah, no, that'd be very strange because it just went away in what? January?
1: Like it's been- Yeah. Well, and it closed for like a hard refurb. Like I had like the scrim yeah. around it. So I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's weird. I'm like, so that better be like fixed, fixed. I want all the things fixed, fixed. I am like, you yeah. have the time and the space. So like go hard right. and you're going to get the money as soon as you open. I will be there. I'll give you all my money. <laughs> make it fixed, fixed. Take the rest of those french fry rocks out of Tomorrowland. Oh, that's got to be done. There's no way. Because I'm like, they've done some of it. But honestly, like, in my mind, they could just destroy everything. Like, take out Buzz Lightyear, all of that, including that restaurant, and do something else. Like, just take all of that out. And then from Star Tours, like, that theater, I don't know, take that out. Do something else there, like, the old, like, Star, whatever. Take all that out. Take out the Launch Bay weird thing. Like, all of Tomorrowland Island could just be scrapped. They could just go <laughs> fresh. I don't know what they would put there, but like anything, get rid of yeah. those submarines. I hate that. Those submarines are like no. You cannot. All of that could go away, and you'd have something like actual tomorrow-y, You know.
0: Yeah, be, you should definitely go into Imagineering. I think they could like
1: listen. Just scrap Tomorrowland.
0: Just <laughs> just of it. start over. It's a, it just do it over.
1: Like, I feel like that would be the kind of thing they would do for like a seventy fifth anniversary of the park, like a big anniversary. Like, yeah, but.
0: I mean, but you're right. The French High Rocks better be gone.
1: They, gonna... did, they got rid of a chunk of them. Yeah, they
0: got rid of a part of them. And the rest of them were supposed to come down, um, you know, not long after it closed. So they must yeah. be gone. There's no yeah, way.
1: Take those out. And they made that like cool, like holographic wall. I was like, ooh, I like that. That's cool.
0: Um, and I'm just parking even more. But yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, i just want to go back i'm like I'm but i also I'm, don't want to die so like mickey yeah. make it safe but also like
1: yeah it's such a weird like people just need to be smart and i know and back. i keep seeing people like coming here to go to the beach it's like stop coming here do not travel to california we do not need you right now also, everything's on fire cool. and everyone
0: is dying so there's nothing to stay do away. Like, don't come here yeah my like, um my roommate's best friend is has had the visit planned um he's from South Carolina and he's been planning to come for like a year. So he's still coming, but she's like, what do I do? I'm like, you don't do anything. Like we hang out in the house no- and watch movies. Like that's it. There's nothing else to do.
1: Yeah. It's like, I would just, and I feel like you could probably get flights changed like right now. Like they have to be like somewhat accommodating. I would feel like, yeah. it's like, there's nothing to do. Like, I don't know what you want to do. Like, there's nothing to do. It's a party. Oh man. Um, well, I'm going to just want go, Halloween treats now.
0: Right. Gosh. I haven't gone I want to go get my spirit jersey but I haven't gone yet
1: and uh, ordered it because I was like when I went we went the like, Halloween stuff it was July so like Halloween stuff wasn't out but now I'm like oh I want that and I want it oh and that hat like I'm just like watching people there's so much new stuff I was like what's that cute hat and I was like <laughs> oh man I wonder and, like I also wonder because I didn't I wanted that like purple sweatshirt that said Disneyland with Mickey on it uh-huh. I couldn't decide what color I wanted and then I decided I wanted purple and then like the parks closed, so I wasn't able to get it and it never showed up online. And when I went there, they only had like four XL left. It's like, dang it, did I miss it? But I'm like, but maybe they're in the park. Like they're probably in there waiting for me, unless yep. they bring that stuff out. But I feel like they would just kind of leave. I don't it.
0: think they do. I think they I think it's a different inventory system.
1: So I'm like, I bet if they're in there. It's this yeah. weird town warp. So I'm like, oh maybe. Yeah, I'm when we go back to be like just search. like we left it. So yeah, it's weird. Um blows my mind.
0: Well, If you ever end up over here to go downtown, let me know. because I will. I can take my Razor scooter over and join you. Oh, (laughs)
1: that's so nice. Literally
0: two blocks. Like, long blocks, but two blocks. Um, Well, it was lovely to talk to you. Yeah, me too. appreciate you. Um, I hopefully, I'm going to probably publish it on Thursday, maybe Friday. Okay, cool. Um, I will send you all the links and stuff as well. Um, we are on Instagram now too, so it should be easier for you to share. Okay, cool. Yeah, easier for you to share there. if you don't want to use your Twitter. It's not a problem. Um. But yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of your. Is it Tuesday? I don't even know anymore. I know it's
1: so weird. Tuesday. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday.
0: (laughs) Um, and I look forward to publishing this because yes, I'm excited. You have such fascinating things to say, and. Yeah. So let me know if you need anything. Um, you can find me on Instagram, obviously.
1: Uh, yes. And you have my email now. So yes. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. Cool. That was so fun. Of course. And it's nice to talk to someone that's not my husband who I love. But <laughs> it's nice to talk to someone else.
0: <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend's back at work now and I think she likes just being able to talk to her work friends and then come home to me and not worry about me just like babbling at her for hours yeah. on end
1: um I'm like ooh, a different person how exciting right
0: <laughs> humans um well I will definitely talk to you soon um yes. and yeah thank you so so much I yeah, appreciate of course it. thank you so fun bye all right bye stay safe you too